Good morning and welcome to St. Patrick's Cathedral for the celebration of the Eucharist. Today is Pentecost Sunday and the celebrant for this Mass is the rector of St. Patrick's Cathedral, Father Enrique Salvo. The worship program for this Mass is available for download online at www.stpatrickscathedral.org live. As we begin this liturgy, we invite you to join in singing our entrance hymn number 483 in the blue St. Michael hymnal located in the pews. Number 483, Come Holy Ghost. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Happy Pentecost Sunday, everyone. And also on this very beautiful day in which we celebrate the love of the Holy Spirit, the birthday of the church, it's also Memorial Day weekend. 
So we are honored to welcome all of the members from the Navy and their families that are here for Fleet Week. And, and always it's a joy to see you in, in, uh, in New York City during this week, Memorial Day. And also we welcome the Catholic War Veterans on this Memorial Day weekend in which we will honor all those veterans that have given their lives to, to, uh, to protect our safety, our liberty, and everything that stands for good. So we welcome them too and we will be having a special ceremony. And as we begin these sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins and ask our Lord to grant us his peace, his mercy, and his forgiveness. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do. Through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault, Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. Kyrie eleison, Kyrie eleison, Christ eleison,
God, who by the mystery of today's great feast, sanctify our whole church in every people and nation. Pour out, we pray, the gifts of the Holy Spirit across the face of the earth. And with the divine grace that was at work when the gospel was first proclaimed, fill now once more the hearts of believers through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the time for Pentecost was fulfilled, they were all in one place together. And suddenly there came from the sky a noise like a strong driving wind, and it filled the entire house in which they were. Then there appeared to them tongues as of fire, which parted and came to rest on each one of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in different tongues, as the Spirit enabled them to proclaim. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven staying in Jerusalem. At this sound they gathered in a large crowd, but they were confused, because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded, and in amazement they asked, are not all these people who are speaking Galileans? Then how does each of us hear them in his native language? We are Parthians, Medes, Elamites, inhabitants of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Figra and Pamphylia, Egypt and the districts of Libya near Cyrene, as well as travelers from Rome, both Jews and converts to Jusium, Cretans and Arabs. Yet we hear them speaking in our own tongues of the mighty acts of God. The word of the Lord. Send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Lord, send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul. O oh Lord, my God, how great you are. Oh, my God. 
A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different forms of service, but the same Lord. There are different workings, but the same God who produces all of them in everyone. To each individual, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for some benefit. As a body is one, though it has many parts, and all the parts of the body, though many, are one body, so also Christ. For in one spirit, we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free persons, and we were all given to drink of one spirit. The word of the Lord. Yeah. 
Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. On the evening of the first day of the week, when the doors were locked, where the disciples were, for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his side. The disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit, whose sins you forgive are forgiven them, and whose sins you retain are retained. The Gospel of the Lord. Fifty days ago, we celebrated the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ on Easter Sunday. Then we lived out the entire Easter season meditating on, on everything that it meant, seeing the different ways in which Jesus Christ came, the risen Lord, and to all of the apostles and disciples throughout Jerusalem, Galilee, every time he appeared to them. Then, nine days ago, on Ascension Thursday, we celebrated the moment in which Jesus Christ goes up back to his Father's house in heaven, where he came from, and at that moment, his mission had been fulfilled. So at that moment, when that happens, the apostles and the disciples were, of course, all in awe about what had happened. But it was still a time of confusion for them. Even though they knew all this had truly happened, the confusion was, in a way, about what is next. What, what, what's going to, what's, what, what are we going to do now that Jesus Christ isn't walking around with us as we're used to? What are we going to do now to spread the good news of the gospel? We're just fishermen from Galilee. How can we go and change the world without Jesus Christ being with us? But Jesus Christ, of course, had promised him and tell, told them, I must go back to the house of my father, where from there I will send you the Holy Spirit who will remind you of all things, who will teach you all things, who will give you everything that you need to begin the church. So 
after being in the upper room for nine days with our Blessed Mother Mary and, and, and in prayer, which was the first novena ever, uh, at that moment on Pentecost Sunday, when they were there in prayer, the Holy Spirit descends upon their minds, their hearts, their lives, like tongues of fire, it is described. And from that moment, not only do they understand everything, they also receive every gift, including to no different languages, every gift that they needed to go out into the world to proclaim the good news of the gospel, no matter what, and no matter the consequences to their own personal lives, they went and brought the church into the world with the Holy Spirit shining their hearts. Therefore, today is the birthday of the church. Pentecost Sunday is when we celebrate the church, the birthday of the church, because it's on this day that the church truly begins its mission of evangelizing the world. And so on this day, of course, we celebrate that, but always we must remember the need that we have for the Holy Spirit in our lives. The Holy Spirit, remember, is the third person of the Holy Trinity. He's God, he, but he, and specifically the Holy Spirit is the love of the Heavenly Father and the love of Jesus Christ, the love that they have for one another, that love, that power of that divine, perfect love is the Holy Spirit. And everything that is good, everything that is brilliant, everything that is beautiful, everything that is heroic, everything that has happened in our lives that we just have to thank God for, it is because we have allowed the Holy Spirit to shine in our lives, to shine through us, and we, have, and we see it, how he has shined so much in the lives of the saints and so many in the history of the church. Everything that is wrong with this world, many of which so many unfortunate wars have had been fought because of that, is because of the fact that people reject the Holy Spirit and we either have the light of the Holy Spirit re renewing our lives and filling us with his grace or we don't. And if we don't have the Holy Spirit, then it's very easy for people to have the spirit of darkness and the enemy and, and, and that's when all of the tragedies that we see in the headlines each day happen. So when we ask the Holy Spirit to renew the face of the earth, what we are saying is that we're asking him to renew each and every one of us, to, to illuminate our minds with his gifts, his gifts of wisdom and, and understanding and piety and the fruits of peace and joy and, and love and patience and kindness. So and to, on this Memorial Day weekend, every person that heroically gave their lives in these unimaginable uh, circumstances of war if we haven't been there, we cannot even imagine how they must be. It's because the Holy Spirit was shining through them, giving them everything that they needed, the fortitude, the strength, the, the faith, and the hope, and especially the love, the heroic love, to be willing to give up one's life for one's friends. We need the Holy Spirit. And the most beautiful thing of all is that the Holy Spirit is always here to offer himself to us. And 
when we talk about these things, by the way, it's something that is extremely palpable. It's something that when when we, it's something that we can see with our senses. If we had the, the the blessings of meeting one of the modern day saints that we were able to all see at least on TV, like Saint John Paul II, like, like Saint Mother Teresa of Calcutta. They, they, there's no way if you were in their presence, it was beyond being starstruck. You were in their presence and you knew that there was something holy there. You knew that there was something special there. You knew that there was a force of good there in their presence that emanated from them. It was the Holy Spirit. It wasn't them as human beings. It's the Holy Spirit flowing through them. And that's what we need. That's what the world needs. That's what each and every one of us needs. That's what we pray for each and every day when we ask to the Holy Spirit to come renew the face of the earth. But also the Holy Spirit, of course, is not only in charge of all of us in the world, but the church, the Catholic Church, which was founded because of the power of the Holy Spirit on Pentecost Sunday. Remember this. Jesus Christ promised that the church is going to always live until the end of time because he promised the gift of the Holy Spirit to make that possible. Had that not been a reality, first of all, we would have probably imploded or exploded on the first century of the church, and we've had 2,000 years of that. Because between our human mistakes within the church and the evil attacks that we've received throughout the centuries from outside the church, humanly, it would be over. There is no empire in the world that lasts that long with so many problems. But the church is not an empire, of course. It's the kingdom of God that is protected and, and blessed and anointed and sanctified by the Holy Spirit. And here we are, here we are, 2000, 2000 Pentecost celebrations later, and here we are. Let's look around. Let's look around, first of all, at the beautiful thing, the, this fact that one of the promises that, that Jesus gave is, I'll send the Holy Spirit to unite the world, to go, and he sent them, go to all the corners of the world to unite everyone. We didn't, we didn't unite in one language, but we did unite in one faith. And here we are, people, you just look around. People from the entire con the continents of every continent of the world are here at St. Patrick's Cathedral right now on this Pentecost Sunday. That in, is in itself a proof that the Holy Spirit is working at us and has been working through the centuries of the church because here we are. Here we are. This is not something we're reading in a textbook. Here we are. And then the Holy Spirit make, continues to, to, to help in, in, in making the church be the sign of God's love in the world in so many ways. And it's so beautiful. And the more that we realize it and the more that we, we really stop and think about it, the more, the, the more, the more we should be in awe. Yesterday was the ordination to the priesthood here, the, the ordination that we have each year. We have four new priests that were ordained here yesterday morning. It's such a powerful moment. If you've never been to an ordination, I recommend it. By the way, yesterday's uh, ordination is in our YouTube channel, so you can see it. It's very powerful, very beautiful, and it's 
and, and of course, we are all the church. So the Holy Spirit is working in all of us. We, the Holy Spirit is working in married couples that are forming families in the faith. The Holy Spirit is working in people that, that dedicate their lives to serve others. The Holy Spirit is working through anyone that is trying to do any type of good in the name of God, the Holy Spirit is working through. And of course, he's going to work through his priests and, and, and religious. So yesterday was the ordination, and there is this very beautiful moment in which the, the, this is the moment when the priest becomes the priest. It's the moment in which the archbishop, in, in this case, in our case, Cardinal Dolan, lays his hands on the, the head of the priest. And at that moment, the same power of the Holy Spirit that was given by Jesus Christ to the first priests who were the apostles has been given from generation to generation to generation. And, and, and new priests have become new priests to bring the Eucharist and the sacraments into the world by that power of the Holy Spirit that has been uh, taken from the time of Jesus and it will be until the end of time. And it's a beautiful moment because not only does the cardinal lay his hands over the heads of the new priests, but all of us do. There was like 200 priests of us there and we all pray over them so that the Holy Spirit, you know, what our priesthood is shared to them. And that's done from generation to generation. And trust me, it's real. I was ordained in this very place 13 years ago, and when Cardinal Dolan put his head over me, I felt a fire coming down in my being. That was the Holy Spirit. It was, it, it was real. It's something palpable. It's something that is it, not theoretic. It's something that is the most real thing ever. And the fact that in, in, in times in which sometimes we have, can be so distracted, that, that, that young people are listening to God in, in such a way to give themselves to him is in itself a, a, a long time function of the Holy Spirit. It's not just at the moment of the ordination. It takes so much for someone to be where they're meant to be according to God's will. It takes so much of the Holy Spirit trying. It takes so many prayers of the Blessed Virgin Mary, who, by the way, prayed for the Holy Spirit to descend upon the apostles. She's praying for all of us. So I'm going to uh, share a little bit about, about my vocation story today, considering that we, I was thinking about it yesterday. With It's, it's always such a, and a, a beautiful moment when, when we are in an ordination because it reminds us all of our own priesthood, our own calling. And of course, asking someone, how did you become a priest? How's your vocation story? It's, 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 it's a good question, but it's a difficult question in the sense that it's, it's equivalent to asking someone that got married, how, how, uh, how did you fall in love? How do you know that you got married? It's a lot that happens. There's a lot of big moments, small moments, everyday moments, problems, uh, blessings, everything to make sure that this is according to what you pray about, that this is what God wants for you. Well, the priesthood is very similar. But I want to share this because on the Pentecost, we also honor our Blessed Mother Mary, who prays for the Holy Spirit to be upon us. So, of course, through a lot of things, I ended up, I, 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 I got the call, I, I went to seminary, I was in St. Joseph Seminary, the Archdiocese of New York Seminary, and, you know, a lot of beautiful things, a lot of hardships, a lot of things, like, like everything happened throughout the years, but I was close to being ordained already, and my mom, she tells me that, you know what, I never 
I never told you this, but when, so when she was in high school, she were originally from Nicaragua. So she was sent to boarding school in Tampa, in Florida, to this school called Holy Name Academy. And, and she was there with her friends, and, and, and that's where they spent their high school years, in this, in this boarding school run by nuns, and it, it's still a very a great school. And so she says that there was daily mass that wasn't offered to, to, I mean, it was offered, it wasn't mandatory, but she would like to go to daily mass as often as possible. And she says that one day she was at mass and, and she was very inspired by the priest that came to celebrate the mass for the students. And so at that moment, remember, this was years before, obviously before I was even conceived, she goes to the altar of the Blessed Mother Mary and she says, uh, Mary, I want my firstborn son to be a priest. And the reason she hadn't told me that prayer that she had, even though she had alluded it to it a little bit, but she hadn't given me specifically, is because I'm her firstborn son. And here I was, decades later, becoming a priest. And, and so to me, it was such a beautiful confirmation that my two moms, my mom, Daisy, and then our blessed mother, Mary, had this conversation before I even existed. But, and Mary probably went to the Heavenly Father and said, why don't you send him a priestly soul here? And then, but then it's up to us to, to say yes or no. And it's up to us for everything to happen in such a way that, that you get there. It's up to us, but it really isn't. It's the Holy Spirit shining through us that finally make us do the right decisions. So it was very beautiful because on the first Mass, which many are today, I'm actually going to one this afternoon, there's a beautiful tradition because at the moment of the ordination, one of the, one of the key moments is the moment in which the hands of the priest are sanctified by the chrism oil which is this fragrant oil that, that's used in baptisms, confirmation, and of course, ordination. Because, of course, the hands of the priest to bring the Eucharist into the world, to absolve sins, to bring blessings. And so then the hand, of course, is filled with the oil. So there's a cloth that you, that you uh, then wipe. It's called the manaturgium, and you wipe the cloth. And then the cloth is imbued with this oil. And then the tradition is that you give it to your mom on, during the first mass. Today, that's going to be happening. It's one of the most beautiful moments of every first mass because the tradition is that you give it to your mom as a thank you gift, but also the tradition is that when she passes away, she's going to be buried with, the, with that cloth in her hands. So the tradition is that when she comes to the gates of heaven and Jesus greets her and Jesus asks, what did he do for me in, in your life? What did you give me? She's going to take out that cloth and she's going to say, I gave you a son that is a priest. And so it, 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 it's, a, it, it's a beautiful reality. And I remember in my, in my uh, first mass when I gave it to my mom, she immediately took me to the altar of the Blessed Mother and she's like, thank you, I'll, and now I, I give him back to you, so that, and, and so, which is what we must all do, and we must all pray that, that, that we all uh, can rely on the love and, and prayers of our Blessed Mother, and of course, the love of Jesus Christ to be open to the Holy Spirit, because it's not one event, it's each and every day of our lives, and it's real.
I, you're, you're watching the Holy Spirit in the sense that I, I, I wouldn't be here right now talking in St. Patrick's Cathedral pulpit to thousands of people without the Holy Spirit. I'd be freaking out. <laughs> and, then, and then here we are, you know, here we are. The Holy Spirit provides everything that we need to do God's will. And for that, we must thank the, the Lord for the Holy Spirit and know that there is nothing in this world that love, which is the Holy Spirit, the perfect love cannot do. And there's nothing that we cannot do according to God's will if we let that love possess us, possess our minds and bodies and hearts and lives and everything about us. So let us ask the Holy Spirit to renew the face of the earth on this Pentecost Sunday. Let us ask the Holy Spirit to, to renew all of us on this Pentecost Sunday. In this world that has so much darkness, let us let the Holy Spirit shine his light upon each and every one of us because that is how always the light will conquer the darkness. God bless you. And now let us profess our faith. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, for us men, for our salvation. He came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried and rose again in the third day in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray to God the Father who has sent out the Holy Spirit. For our Holy Father, Pope Francis, for our shepherd, Timothy Cardinal Dolan, for all the bishops, priests, deacons, religious, and those who guide us in faith, that they may be holy and effective in their mission to draw all people to Christ. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For peace among nations and for those suffering the effects of war, especially in Ukraine, we pray to the Lord. Hear our prayer. For our holy church, that the wisdom and courage the Holy Spirit brings may lead us to better recognize the movement of the Spirit and follow the will of the Spirit in our lives. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. And for our beloved dead, that they may enjoy the fullness of eternal life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for loving us so much 
that you have sent Jesus Christ into the world who then sent your love, the Holy Spirit, to illuminate us and to renew us and to transform the face of the earth. We ask you through the intercession of our Blessed Mother that we may always welcome the Holy Spirit into our lives and to help us with all of our needs, which we present to you each day in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. brothers and sisters, that this my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that as promised by your Son, the Holy Spirit may reveal to us more abundantly the hidden mystery of this sacrifice and graciously lead us into all truth through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is, right it is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, 
almighty and eternal God. For bringing your paschal mystery to completion, you bestowed the Holy Spirit today and on those you made your adopted children by uniting them to your only begotten Son. This same Spirit, as the church came to birth, opened to all people the knowledge of God and brought together the many languages of the earth in profession of the one faith. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. When we as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. 
humbly we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Timothy, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles, St. Patrick, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. At the Savior's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say. Lord, we pray from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other the sign of peace.
Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Sanctus est repente, Deus homus,
please join in.
Let us pray. O God, who bestow heavenly gifts upon your church, safeguard, we pray, the grace you have given that the gift of the Holy Spirit poured out upon her may retain all its force and that this spiritual food may gain her abundance of eternal redemption. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. And now we welcome the war veterans that are here on this Memorial Day to present the wreath and to we will all in prayer remember those who have given their lives. Thank you, and we will continue to pray always for, for all veterans and, and for God to protect them. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. The Mass has ended. Let us go in peace. Thanks, Thanks be to God. Regina Celi, Alleluia, qui aque meruisti fortare, Alleluia, singing our recessional hymn number 432 in the hymnal, number 432, America the Beautiful. <laughs> 